Hey, this is LOA Today, the Law of Attraction show. Welcome to LOA Today, Walt Thiessen and Joel Elston here. It is Thursday, February the 9th, 2017, and we continue with our ongoing discussion. It's been a really great discussion, too, of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. We're up to Chapter 9 in this ninth episode in our series. Chapter 9 is called Persistence, the Sustained Effort Necessary to Induce Faith, the Eighth Step Toward Riches. And if nothing else, Joel, we've been very persistent about doing Think and Grow Rich. Well, that that's uh, that's an excellent point. That is excellent. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I I didn't look at it from that view, but yes, it, we have been persistent. You know, we were talking before we we got going for this week's episode about um, how it was affecting my life, and I was really noticing as we do each episode, it's directly perfectly timed with what it is I need most for that week, personally in my own life, which is great because well, first of all, there's a little law of attraction going on there. And second of all, to have that happen that way, I mean, it makes it, it doubles the effect of how wonderful it is to be doing Think and Grow Rich. It, it just reinforces the whole thing. Well, it's such a reminder. You, you, the the old saying, the teacher will arrive when you're ready. Uh, it, it, it's the same concept that this is there, and as it presents, it's like wow, the timing of that is is perfect. The fact that it's out there, uh, everyone that that has read Think and Grow Rich that has found it to be inspirational has almost said the same thing it's like wow when i got to that chapter that was the relevant part yeah uh and and i find that really interesting that that others see it that way as well 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 obviously it's a very consistent pattern and that's cool because like you say it's cool because if it's consistent that means anybody who reads the book is going to have the same basic effect and when you're when you're reading a book like this and you're trying to improve your life, uh, whether it's for improving your wealth or anything else, you want it to have immediate effect. Well, now you know you're getting the immediate effect. That that's reinforcing and encouraging, I think. It really is, and you have you have a group of people that uh, that really buy into this that have always felt that they haven't been able to quite master it. And when you get to these this, you know, I feel at least in these later chapters. It really starts to open up the door of, of maybe the areas of resistance. It's just uh, uh, it. That's why I relate so much to it because when 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 I discovered this, uh, uh, the whole concept of law of attraction, I was very excited. However, it it didn't immediately quote unquote immediately work for me because I didn't understand the concept of the overall process and and by breaking thinking grow rich down the way they do in chapters it, it was a, a template that helped me break down my resistant areas and even though i initially said i don't have resist i was resistant to the resistant areas that's the thing that's yeah. amazing to me <laughs> not, not only are we resistant to the resistant areas perfectly said but as you read something like this all of a sudden you start to become aware of just exactly where you're being resistant in a way that you weren't aware before you started reading the book or, or doing whatever the activity is or anything. And, and that's really the, the big key, isn't it? It's, it's learning where your own resistance levels are so that you can deal with them, so you can put them aside, release them, let them go. Because uh, if you don't know where they are, that, that, that's probably the most frustrating thing about the first time you're trying to apply the law of attraction, I find, 
you, I mean, you hear about you're you're resisting, and you say, "But I'm not resisting. Where's the resistance? I don't feel any resistance." And then you start diving into it some more, and you start exploring, you know, the the thought process in detail, and you start noticing, well, you know, here's something over here. Here's point X, and point X, I don't feel so good about. It. I think I'll skip. Well, wait a minute. I don't feel so good about it. resistance. That's what that is. First time you become aware of well, it. it, it Yes, and, and I, I when I work with people in my private practice, uh, uh, and they they the moment they I get to the place, and it usually comes when I get to vision boards or you know I, there's there's several I areas where people start to show resistance, and I immediately go to okay th- this is it I mean the, the, <laughs> oh I can't I I've tried that and that doesn't work or, yeah we've or, talked about that one before I, I, I've I, tried that and it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't work, or or that's that doesn't work for me. Right. Uh, so, oh, okay. Well, well, and, you know, in, in a similar sense, uh, I, 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 being in recovery from addiction, I am an advocate of of many of the the concepts of the twelve steps of recovery, and almost inevitably, if you're speaking with someone who's having difficulty with this twelve step program, it is almost always step four and step five that they get stuck on. Which are what and uh, step four is where you're making a moral and financial, or at least in Gamblers Anonymous, you're making a moral, a searching moral inventory of your, yourself, where you're 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 really making a list of you know all the people you've harmed, all the people you know, and and you know all that stuff. You really get in great detail about what damage your addiction caused, and the literal writing of the step. I am a believer that there is therapeutic value in writing. Not in a negative sense of what we've done, but just acknowledge of what our addiction has done to ourself and others, uh, because it's part of the process of moving forward. So, you, as you, I want to write it out by hand. I don't like it typed on the computer. I don't like it dictated into a machine. I like it written in hand. And then step five is when you basically sort of share this with another person, and 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 the concept is to let it go, to to sort of dig dig up the trauma of it all, and sort. Of of let it go by uh-huh. sharing it with another person okay. and uh it, it's, it's a quality step that that can be very helpful especially if you don't allow yourself to wallow in the negativity of it all right however the majority of people that are struggling they have no problems with steps one two and three but when it comes to step four because it's an action step i don't and, and probably nine out of ten people that when i'm using that that format to help people they say well i've done a four step in my head <laughs> I'm like, I said do you know what goes on in your head absolutely that's not acceptable uh, we I want you to write it down and and inevitably the biggest struggle with that lies the only reason I'm using that example this is not a 12-step program but I'm using the example because I find a lot of similarities when it comes to people in implementing the law of attraction when they get to certain areas that make them exceptionally uncomfortable they 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 think differently. Well, I do it differently. Okay, well, here's what you're supposed to do, <laughs> and you do it differently. So maybe let's add that up and come up with why it's not working. Mm. Yeah. So the con- the concept of persistence is, I I, I last night I was reading, uh, and, and and I I didn't put it together until this moment. Uh, one of the things that with the persistence, and it talks about this with with. Uh, it, it, as it goes on, you know, persistence is the essential factor, and the 
basically the procedure of transmuting uh, desire into monetary equivalent. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the idea, that's, that's the first line. So the, the, the persistence is where you, you go all in. So using a gambling analogy, you go all in. You, you really believe in what you're getting. At. You Being persistent, not giving up, and letting go of the safeguards. One of the people that, that I admire and the way he thinks, and I believe he's changing the world, uh, the, the guy who owns Tesla cars, uh, oh, Elon Musk, Musk is his yeah. last name. Yeah. Yes. Uh, really good guy. And he made his fortune in, in PayPal and a couple of other websites. Right. Uh, he, he sold PayPal out and, and uh, he got $180 million, which is a lot of money. I, I read last night, this is amazing to me, that he had to borrow money to pay his $1,200 a month rent after he got the $180 million because he put it all in on his new project, on SpaceX and, and the cars. Wow. He didn't leave himself any he didn't leave himself anything to live on? No margin. Oh, he borrowed grief. money to pay his rent. And it's paid off unbelievably for him. Yeah. Uh, he he's now parlayed that into now he's a you know a a billionaire and, and considered one of the great minds of our time. But imagine being so confident that you just don't even take the time. And, and, and you got to put it in perspective on $180 million. You know, you'd think, okay, well, let me just keep a hundred thousand back to cover me for a year or, you know, something. He went all in. It, it's, he had, it's so weird. And it's so outside of our experience, but I'll tell you what, I actually have a friend who has very much the same mentality. Uh, he's a relatively new friend. I just met him within the last month, month and a half, something like that. And this is a guy who, <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. He's a business flipper. You know how there are people who are house flippers? Well, he yeah. does the same thing with multi-million dollar businesses. <laughs> wow. Wow. And he has the mentality that, and, and he, he described it to me in detail, when he he has lots of money. He is not able to maintain that edge that he needs in order to, you know, have the the, the persistence and the, and the gumption and the focus to really take the steps he needs to take if he's going to flip a business. So literally, whenever he flips a business, or or he also does various kinds of small business startups, whenever he he does anything that succeeds, he takes the resulting profits and gives them away. Now, he is he has a smart wife. Some of the time he gives it away to his wife. But he he tells her, "I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to be aware right. of it. You you go pay for the groceries. You know, you pay for the rent and so forth. I'm I want to live as if I don't have anything." And right now, right. his big goal is to support um Danny Thomas's foundation uh, uh I can't remember what it is, the 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 uh, Children's Hospital. What's the name of that hospital? Right. I can't think of it. The Shriners, yes. The Shriners Hospital. Um, So now anytime he makes money, literally he takes the profits and puts it in a drawer on his desk that he never opens to find out how much money is in there until he reaches some certain point and then he just grabs it all and gives it off to the Shriners Hospital. (laughs) But he he says he likes that. He likes that that edge that he gets when when he, he knows that his next step is going to determine his success. And... 
he he knows on a sub subconscious level that because he doesn't quote have money unquote even though his wife has it for him because he he has that mindset he's able to focus in a way he can't normally focus and he loves it he actually gets an adrenaline rush out of it and i'm thinking wow. he's crazy <laughs> well and 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 and, I, and the uh, first of all I, i'm not sp- speaking specifically to about him because he it truly works for him Absolutely. in general yes. I, I, I i see a little difference in in in, in what I was sort of referring to with uh, Mr. Musk, Mr. Musk, it isn't about an adrenaline rush as much as it, he is just so certain this is going to work. This isn't about I need an edge. This is like I'm all in on this deal yeah. because it, it's going to work. I've, I've already got a billion dollars. It doesn't matter. Now, yes, I have to pay my $1,200 a month rent, but that doesn't matter. I, I have a billion dollars. Um, and, and, and it didn't literally have it, but he understood that it was already there, mm. and and that is that is a, a just such a a law of attraction guarantee. Rhonda uh, Bryant Brent, how do you say it? Brian, Burn, Brent, Brent, I think it is. B Y R N E. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 you think all that time I know that, but I can't <laughs> always mispronounce. Uh, well, you keep giving the book of the way. You know, you don't if you don't actually yeah. you know reread the cover. <laughs> I, I, on a side note, I have given over a thousand copies of The Secret. Wow. Um, I, 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 I just, the only reason I know that is I buy used copies from this one website. Yeah. And, and I've always bought them from them. You can get them for like 2 or $3 a copy. And I'll order like 50 at a time. The guy that you have a, a history. I've, I've ordered 1,200 copies over the last three years <laughs> for the site. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, you're, uh, you're definitely his with, favorite customer, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's like, what is this guy doing with that book? Uh, it's got to be a, a reason. But, tapering the walls but, with it, you know. <laughs> exactly. But beyond that that idea, Walt, is she was talking when she was making – this was – The Secret was originally a, a documentary movie type thing. And she, in the beginning, was, was struggling putting together the funds to do this. Right. Uh, and and there, she was in great detail. And she realized that she was running short, and and she started to doubt herself. And she knew the answer was to get her get herself in a mindset of abundance. So she goes to an ATM using her credit card, not her ATM card, her credit card, and basically got five thousand dollars cash out, out over a day or two, and started walking down the streets handing out hundred dollar bills. You gotta have a lot of confidence Amazing. to do that one. You do, and and uh, it, it and her her argument was, I have such an abundance, I'm going to give it away. And she eventually got the money to complete her film that turned into the book, huge event, and you know the rest is history. I mean, she's she's now a conglomerate unto herself. But it's it it, it I find that impressive, uh, and and I take her at her word that that exa- that actually happened. Then that she she understood to get into that mindset of I this is going to work so much I got to go I got to start feeling it I got to I got to tune in to the to the feeling of being successful and that and and so as we work at it we look at chapter 9 and we look at persistence it it what are we being persistent about are we being persistent about our same old behavior well boy that's a and really that's important point yeah Yes, because if you're if you're persistent on the wrong stuff, you're only, it's law of attraction. You're only going to attract more of it. Well, and that that's that's the idea 
one of my favorite Facebook posts that I put on occasionally is, uh, and, and I'll, I'll have variation of this, but I, I'll tell people, say, here's a perfect plan for your life. If you love the situation that you're in, keep doing exactly what you're doing. Yes. If the situation that you're in is not what you want, why are you keeping doing what you've been exactly doing? And that is such a, an awakening for many people, even when they think they're doing it the other way. It, it's like, why are we – did your day look like yesterday or the day before or the day before? If it did, you can't be shocked that your results are the, the same. And that's a really important point to be careful with when you think you're being persistent. But are you being persistent with the ineffective patterns you've had in your life before? That's a big point, Walt. It's a huge point. And to to kind of further drive it home, it's important to recognize that every conscious moment of our lives, we are focusing on something. And in that sense, we are all already persistent. The question isn't whether or not we're persistent. The question is what kind of persistence are we using? In other words, that's probably not the best way to say it better way to say it is, in what way are we being persistent? How are we applying our persistence? Uh, and, and as yes. you point out, if we're applying it to produce the same old, same old, we're very good at it. <laughs> and we will continue to produce the same old, same old. So really, the whole challenge of persistence is, do, you need to re do we need to redirect it somewhere else because we need a different result? And if so, are we willing to redirect it? Well, and that—that's where when I when I have the the understanding of of the law of attraction for me, or when I'm and using the example of Mr. Musk that I spoke spoke about earlier, having complete belief that once you're there, I'm doing this. I, I have no doubt I'm going to be successful. I'm going to take the energy and effort and put my life toward that, and that I'm going all in that direction. I have seen it happen the other way where you have to realize, okay, I have spent the last 20 years being all in on my, my mindset and it's got me where I'm at today. Having the courage to understand that there's been great novels. There's been great, uh, uh, there's, there's tons of anecdotal stories of people's lives over the, over history who believed in something that was not working and they died still believing in it. And, and it's just, it, it's a, very frustrating mindset to get out of and there, I, I see a lot of people and one of the reasons I have a business that I have uh, it isn't just dealing with addiction but I, I, I see a lot of people that are so stuck these are very bright people that really believe they're being persi persistent in the right way and they're very unwilling to give up what they have or at least what they their belief system to move to that next level and when they do they find themselves wildly successful but it's a scary process. It, it is. And, and actually, uh, Hill, in the, the, the persistence chapter, he discusses both the uh, what you might call the positive list and the negative list about persistence. The positive list being a, a list of, of all the characteristics of the state of mind um, whereby persistence is based upon these definite causes. And, and these definite causes, are he has a list of 11 of them. The first is a definiteness of purpose. The second is desire, which harkens back to, to chapter two. Third is self-reliance. And then comes definiteness of plans, accurate knowledge, cooperation, 
willpower, and habit. And if you think about it, you realize that those are all key elements of, of what makes up our persistence, the persistence we already have. So it, it kind of outlines the parameters within which we're able to understand our own persistent behaviors. Now, what you're describing is how people, they, they have these different characteristics that they're already using in a way that is counterproductive to their, their stated goals, and you're having trouble getting them to, to shift, if you will, to shift their whole mindset about one or more of those characteristics and, and redirect them. And you're right, that, that can be tough. I mean, a lot of it is pattern and, and habit. Um, and in fact, uh, habit is kind of at the, well, it's actually the last one in the list, but it's also at the core of everything else because even willpower and cooperation are habitual. Uh, you know, acquiring accurate knowledge is habitual. Definiteness of plans, well, that comes from having a habit. So we're really talking about changing habits. And when you're changing a habit, it's not necessarily the easiest thing in the world to do. Well, and, and one of one of the things that you and I have discussed, and and I often get pushback from different people, is this is where I, there, there's a there's a line in you know really probably the third or fourth page into this uh, of this chapter, uh, it, it says every failure brings with it the seed of an equivalent advantage, and the I idea that people's fear of failure or the redundant thinking of failure we talked about failure as a mindset for a lot of people as a negative I've always viewed I currently in my life view failure is is I'm trying I'm working hard to try and failure is a piece of that and and you know I I I, I hear people so desperately when they're talking that you know Joel I want to get this I want to get this I believe in what you're saying I had a man tell me this but I have failed so many times I am scared to fail again, and and I, I just can't. I don't know if I can absorb another failure in my life, and and you you hear that, and you hear that persistent thinking pattern that is putting everything, in, and that's why all these steps are in order in my, my mind. You know, I, I I you you hear people talk about uh, the various step, whether it's a twelve step program or or the steps of you know thinking grow rich, a literal step by step process. The, the, you have to do the first part to get to this part because you're, the, the first part is getting your mindset right so you're not stuck in a persistent negative pattern. Yes. And, and, and that's, that's, that's why if people just open this book and read this ch chapter, they're like, well, I am persistent. No, you're stuck in an old pattern. And separating that, the, the, some of the, the most uh, intelligent people I know are so stuck when – in that persist, I'm, I am determined and persistent, and they're stuck in an old pattern of permanent, uh, of, of resist, being resistant to it. And I'm, I'm trying to come up with the best analogy for me. I am persistent in my persistence of being a failure. And, 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 it's and to amazing make it, how that happens. Oh, it is amazing. And to make it even more confusing, because uh, because this is certainly something I've struggled a lot with. The the whole concept of of doing these steps to bring the stuff up and to, to notice where the resistance levels are and to notice where I've got the patterns going on, it does work. But you can also get to the point where it's worked, but like your, your, your client said, I'm now afraid I'm going to keep doing it again. And right. that in itself becomes a 
perpetuating uh, influence on the whole process that's already embedded on you. So, yeah, it, 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 it's almost like knowing it isn't enough. Which well, it, knowing it is good, knowing it is, un, you know, that that's like a major step to understanding how the whole thing works. But knowing it all by itself isn't enough. You also have to have steps you're willing to take in order to overcome it. Well, and, and I had a, a, a perfect uh, client that, that sort of demonstrated, you know, that his situation was perfect to this analogy here. Uh, he, he had... Uh, uh, him and his wife had been married many years, and he had a financial planning business. Okay, and uh, he had a, a small company uh, in Atlanta, but was was successful. He he did very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and another uh, financial planner were in, in there. Well, his his friend uh, pr- did some things that uh, probably that weren't legal, and and <laughs> uh, his his license, his friend's license, was suspended. But they were partners. And everybody started pulling their money out, mm. and they lost the trust in him. And they, they, he, he was fighting desperately to keep keep his business alive. And he, and he said, Joel, I'm getting up every day, and I'm being positive, and I, and I, but the money keeps pouring out, and and I, I'm, I'm, I'm even being more persistent. And then the money, and he said, I, I, I'm, I'm having to take out savings to keep the business open now, and it's going to. I'm eventually going to run out and lose my house and everything is is going to, I said, you're, and he kept telling me about all this and I, and I'm listening every week and, and he said, it's really getting bad. I, I, you know, I have some, a college savings plan that I'm trying to figure out how to dissolve for my kids so I can uh, just keep the family afloat. And, and it, you know, he's clearly in a desperate mindset. Right. And, and when you're in that, you, you, all the, all the King's horses and all the King's, Things, man, almost can't stop you from doing that. You got to stop yourself. Uh, and, and you know, I, I kept presenting to him. I go, "What are you? You keep fighting to save the concept that you're stuck on. And have you thought about another, another thing that this has been going on and on and on? And he's like, I, I don't get what you're saying. He he would try to hear me, and I tried to explain to him. I said, Why don't you just stop fighting to save the business and look Look at something different, and and see what maybe the universe is pushing you toward. He couldn't hear that. He 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 probably I think he described uh, and I'll just use a round number. I think he had probably two hundred thousand dollars in saving when this downfall started. Well, as he got down to his literal last five thousand dollars, he's like, I don't know what to do. Uh, and I said, Well, in, instead of fighting to keep the, you know, him and his, the kids are basically grown. He's got a. a th- $3,000 mortgage and, and a, a second mortgage and all this other stuff. And, and he was just desperately living in the old mindset. So I said, why don't you start a new company? It, 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 you're keeping the old company name that has a, a new uh, sort of a, a, a bad, you didn't do anything wrong, but the name is attached to something that happened wrong. And he couldn't hear that. He thought he was doing better trying to keep the old, I've been in bit, my father started this business in 19... 19- 50 and I'm keeping it going and so finally it got to a point he couldn't keep it afloat anymore and he opened up a he, he went in with another company uh, an old an old firm and he started presenting them some ideas they were they were a company that does a very good business with uh, small private investors but they had no in, institutional investors any big companies weren't investing in any of their funds long story short 
he he talks him into letting him handle the institutional side, and he's cre- he's going in these big companies. They they know who he is in a good way. His great work. They have this. He took zero dollars in institutional uh, investors to this company, and this is the, by the they're projecting by the end of this year they're going to have a quarter of a billion dollars in, in, in institutional investors. Wow! Uh, and in the big world, that's not a that's not a huge huge amount of money but well it's pretty the big. fact that it was zero <laughs> it's pretty big and 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 now they're giving they're talking about partnerships and, and ownerships in this company he he finally let go of the persistence of the fight and i hope people can relate to that sometimes you if you can let go of what you you what is a sinking ship that's pushing you to, to the new ship to the new opportunity and and that's where a lot of people get stuck on and it's all hard thing to see. That's why we, we talked previously about mastermind groups. If you had a if you had a group of people that can help you see that and not be stuck on, on your own course of action, that's an amazing gift, Walt. It is. And, and as you're telling that story, I skipped ahead in the chapter to the section where he talks about how to develop persistence. And it really ties in very nicely to that story. Um, there are, uh, he, he's a person who has lots and lots of steps normally. This was kind of unusual. There's only four of them, which is perhaps reassuring because there's only four things we have to do. But the four steps for uh, developing uh, a habit of persistence are as follows. Number one, you have to have a definite purpose backed by burning desire for its fulfillment. That sounds very familiar. Number two, you want a definite plan expressed in continuous action. Number three, this is where it gets really interesting. A mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences. That's what you want, including negative suggestions of relatives, friends, and acquaintances. Well, also, it's a mind against all negative influences that you've created yourself. That's what he had done. He had, I mean, he hadn't directly done it. His partner had done it. His ex-partner who had cheated him and cheated all of his investors had done it. But he had, his partner had set up this very negative cycle and here was a person who was so used to closing off his mind against uh, other negative factors and opening it and, and keeping it open to certain positive factors. When one of the positive factors turned negative, he found he couldn't change the habitual pattern that he had built up. So now his mind, instead of being closed tightly against negative and discouraging influences, had been tightly closed against changing a negative situation into a positive situation. So it's, it's a tool. It can work either way. And, of course, the fourth one, you just alluded to it, the fourth step is to have a friendly alliance with one or more persons who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. And that's where the mastermind would really have come in handy for him. You were trying to be that mastermind influence on him, and eventually he was able to break through. Uh, but that's where the mastermind can be really helpful. If you're aligned with the right people, they're going to help you change that habit because they can see it everybody else can see it you're the only one who can't see it well and, and that that's that becomes such a, a huge huge factor in this equation as we move forward the 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 living this 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 mindset that we've always done it this way and this is the human condition uh you know when, when you think I, I have i have it all figured out this is my answer and but yet it isn't for 20 years if you've been trying it and you're 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 proud of your persistence but he it, it's not the way to be going when when this ship was sinking 
and he is stuck on this this mindset that he has to save this company versus take his skill and not the value was in his skill and knowledge it wasn't in the company and you know I, I remember Warren Buffett once saying I've used this analogy on the show before the downfall of the original AT&T which was one of the great companies in our history is they fell apart when they forgot they were a communications company and believed they were a long distance company mm-hmm. and, and that's that's when they went back they went out of business if they would have remembered they were a communications company uh, they, they they could have stayed and competed they, they forgot that and and that that's a I find that amazing that a lot of people forget what their mission is. He was a financial advisor. He somehow got mixed in with the idea that he was a director of a certain company and not he was the he was the commodity, not the company. The 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 understanding your missions and defining it and remembering what we are is that's the answer. It is. It, I, I can also think of another reason why it can be very difficult to let go of a failing pattern um, because it's one that I experienced myself. Um, for many years, uh, I, I, I used to work for other companies for many years, and then in 2002, um, I, I'd actually started something part-time um, in an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial way in 1995. 2002, I decided to make the jump and go full-time. And when I made the jump, I actually shifted a little bit. I started doing uh, website design for people. Uh, for small businesses most often. Also, uh, early on, I was doing it a lot for small nonprofit organizations. And it it did okay for a while. And then along comes 2008 and the financial crash, and that wiped out the vast majority of my clients who were these little nonprofits because, of course, the first thing that happens when you have a financial crisis is that people stop giving money to small nonprofits. Um, So that was pretty devastating. and I had a choice at that point. I had a choice. I could continue to try to do the business or I could shift to something else. And I found that I had to stick with the business. I, it, was, it was almost impossible in my mindset to change it. So I, I did make one shift. I, I started focusing more on small retail businesses and that worked for a while. But eventually the marketplace caught up to me because today most people are now aware you can get free web designs. I mean, Weebly, Wix, Web.com, these are all companies that you host your site with them and they'll give you a free design. You can basically just do it there on the screen for yourself. So web design as a business had pretty much gone away, but I couldn't shift away. Now, unlike the people you've been talking about who find they can't shift away because they can't face the idea that... The, the, the paradigm has changed. I knew the paradigm had changed. I was well aware of it. The reason I couldn't shift away, Joel, was because I couldn't come up with an alternative. And that drove me nuts. I mean, I, wow. I would rack my brains. What do I want to do as an alternative? And I realized there were a couple of factors I desperately needed to address. One of them was I had never really been doing anything for a living that I loved. I did things that I was good at, but I didn't do them because I loved them. I didn't love web design. It wasn't something like, wow, I can't wait to get the next web design client. It was like, oh, I'm good at this. All right, let's get it done. And it turns it into a drag. Well, that's not good from a law of attraction perspective. And then you add in the fact that the thing was failing because of, of the economic factors. I mean, that, that was definitely a self-perpetuating negative process 
driving quickly into the ground, which it did. <laughs> so it, it was a challenge. But, but the bigger challenge for me was what do I love doing that I can do to replace it? Right. And, and I'll tell you quite honestly, right. I'm still working on that one. I have made some progress, but boy, that has turned into an amazing obstacle. And I'm still not sure how to get around it. And, and that, and I think it, where our where our listeners will relate to is is how many people are there, and how many people are in that same spot where you're. You know, I, I know that my uh, father he owned insurance agencies in Florida many years ago, mm-hmm. and he 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 sold out at the right time. He, he he did well in selling, but one of the 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 amazing things with insurance is before the internet. When you would go sell a, a a homeowner's policy, for example, say it was three hundred dollars. Well, the co- agent's commission was anywhere from fifteen to twenty percent. Right. Uh, you know. Okay. So you you sell that was a good living a thousand policies, good living, and yeah. and if you had you know a, a, an agency with ten million dollars worth of business and and your your commission was the minimum of say fifteen percent, you know you made one point five million million dollars that year. That's a that's a pretty good thing. That's you a know? very good thing. And, yeah. Most people would be yeah. saying, oh, I want more of that. Right, and so insurance was a very lucrative market. Well, when the internet came along and regulations allowed the insurance ag- the insurance companies to bypass the agent, and, or or have an online agent, the independent local insurance agents commissions slowly kept being chopped down, and we went from you know fifteen percent down to ten percent. There are some policies now that pay one percent, and that that's that's not a way to you know that same 10 million dollars worth of uh business went from being 1.5 million dollars to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. well you have an office full of people uh that are supporting that business uh it's you can't make a living on that that's not enough money to pay help so with with that being said the insurance business itself changed and people that were making these lucrative salaries and insurance it it they greatly dwindled you know the, the number of independent agents in our small hometown, there was about 12 of them at a time. I think there's one, one or two now back there that's still hanging on. Wow. Um, and and that's, that's an amazing amount because the market changed. And those that, there, there are several of those agencies that wrote it all the way down to zero. And that's, 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 uh, you know, that's a big loss. It's and, a huge loss. And, and, and again, it's that mindset of not being able to shift. Yes. And, the, and that the beautiful side of this is is when you're able to shift and realize let me think of it differently let me get and that that's why when you get to step nine or step eight is chapter nine but you get a step eight in in this program it is so imperative you've done the stuff beforehand but if you've done the stuff beforehand you have made the shift if you're trying to do this step before you, you make the shift that could be a, actually a deadly combination yes if if, if you're reinforcing the persistence of not of what's not working then that's an incredibly difficult thing you know the the uh, I, I know a, you, you mentioned website design I, I have a uh, at least I know of I've heard of this this guy that had a he was doing this he, he grew up in my hometown and he, he couldn't uh, it was falling apart he was designing websites and now they can get like you said they could be done free or you get people that'll do them for seventy dollars or something crazy right. like yeah, exactly. that for you and and you, you get to, it takes twelve hours to do it. You're, you're getting you know less than seven dollars an hour right. kind of thing. Right. Uh, so so it's not lucrative anymore in the way it was. Well, what he did 
there was a local Christian band uh, that was trying to get themselves out there. So he he knew a lot of the Google stuff and and a lot of the promotional stuff. So he became their promotional guy, including website stuff and 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 getting. Well, he gets a piece of that. He sort of was like their their internet manager and did a lot of YouTube stuff for him. Well, he's now a member of this group and, and with their promotional stuff. And they're 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 not nationwide success, but they're they're regionally successful. He's doing very well at it, and he got it. He found a way to use his skill to get in with something else, and 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 that I always was impressed by that. Yeah. And hopefully one day they're if they become nationwide and and, and you know in the top ten Christian rock group he'll be making you know a lot of money and by using that skill set but he's making a good living now so the idea of trying to adapt that knowledge and find out the way you're going uh it is is and that's what you've been doing you've been working hard to figure out what's that next connotation of this how do i get there oh yeah and in fact i've been um redirecting my efforts in two different directions one is in the direction of a project kind of kind of along the line of what he's doing. Mine's in a different direction, but it's uh, basically tied into the manufacturing sector where there's a, a couple of partners and I who've been working on basically creating a new way f- to fill jobs within the manufacturing sector. Um, we're, we're motivated by a couple of things. One is that manufacturing is nowhere near what it was, say, 40 years ago in this country. And number two... On the plus side, manufacturing has been doing well lately and is doing so well that it's projected by 2025, there's actually going to be a deficit of 2 million jobs in the manufacturing sector. In other words, manufacturing is coming back, but the available pool of workers hasn't yet. So we're, we're trying to attack how to um, develop and connect workers with employers, so basically being like a job board, um, although we kind of describe it as a job board, job board on steroids, but that's another thing. So there, there's one thing that I've been trying to do. The other thing I've been trying to do, because again, web design was never something I loved. It wasn't something where I could hardly wait to do the next one. So for the first time ever, I decided I'm going to try to, 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 to just do things to, to see if I can find a way to create a career doing what I do enjoy doing. And Joel, as you know, one of the things I enjoy doing the most is doing this show. I love talking about positivity. I love talking about law of attraction. I love talking about you know, stuff that is not part of our normal daily discourse. Um, and and you, you basically led me on the path of avoiding news. I now avoid the news. I love it. I love getting that negative influence out of my life. I can't totally yet get the politics out of my life because Donald Trump is very loud and noisy but nevertheless I'm doing my best to get that out of my life too and just say no I'm not going to pay any attention right left center I don't care I'm not going to pay any attention to that stuff I'm trying to turn off the negative entertainment I'm trying to turn off all the negatives and replace it with positives so doing our show has been great for that I've also been trying to reach out to you know can I find people locally who I can help with you know teaching the stuff that I've learned and it hasn't gone where I wanted to go yet, but on those few occasions where I have been able to work with people, I've enjoyed it immensely. So I'm trying to shift the mindset that way. And I, I can't say I've succeeded yet, but I figure, okay, I've got two prongs going. One of them's going to work, and between you and me, I hope it's the second one that works. <laughs> oh, yeah. that well, and, and that, That's so important, Walt, that, that you, you, first of all, you, you're, you're approaching it from a way that that matters and and finding 
finding that what you love, find, tying into that and, and putting it out there, it's, it, it's going to work. It may be not necessarily the way, you know, we, we envision it, but it will work. And, and, and I, I love the fact, you know, that I get great benefit from the show as we, as we talk about it every week. And, and my goal has always been, uh, I would love to be doing the show every morning. I have this vision of, of us doing a drive time type thing, maybe oh, yeah. on, you know, on a that would serious be XM. So much just, fun to be able to do that. Oh my goodness. Right. Be able to take uh, calls and, and sort of walk people through these concepts of what we're, we're talking about. I, I, I think about that frequently. I think about it. In fact, I, I drive my uh, foster son to school every morning and I, and, and I laugh at, at what options we have on the radio. And I thought, what an amazing time this would be. I mean, we could, we could really be making an impact on people's drive to work and, and just, Discussing these things, so I I do feel one day that some form or fashion a chain of events is going to lead to this happening. Uh, with that being said, the fact that we do the show every week is still of great benefit. It, it's I'm not giving up on that hope. I just say that we're we're doing this because we love it. I think that the the universe picks up on the fact you're doing something that you love. The right set of circumstances will happen. The right people will uh, uh, find it. it it's uh, a new release coming out of the movies soon. I've seen the advertisement. It's uh, the the movie The Shack, based on the novel The Shack, is coming out, and it's uh, the 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 Shack is a, a religious based book. It's one man's view of God and Jesus and all that, and it, it's it's actually a, a pretty nice book. Well, the guy that wrote the book The Shack actually did a, it was a, it was a book he wrote and just gave to his friends. He self-published it, gave it to his friends. It was a year or two, I think maybe 18 months later from when he first got the book published. He basically forgot about it. <laughs> and somebody read it outside, and then they started handing it out. And he, he it became wildly distributed. He did It became a, a mega bestseller, worldwide bestseller. And now it's being made into a movie. That, and That's something. He, oh. It really is. And And... and the the idea that it's such a it hit so many people because if at least from his perspective uh, and, and this isn't a religious show but he he tells a very you know a, a, his view of all that of religion was is a much more palatable view for many people than than a lot of the traditional stuff so it it hit with a lot of different people oh, okay. and, and and so the the idea that it's out there uh, he's making a lot of money he he wrote it. Uh, and, and and sort of forgot about it. So you know, one day we're 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 doing the show, and 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 we're going to be somebody's going to tune into our podcast, which we're now available on iTunes and through our website at LOA Today. Uh, it, it, all that's out there, and somebody someday who is in the business is going to say, "I'm tired of it. Let me listen to this." And they're going to say, "Wow, wow!" And they're going to you're going to get an email one day, and and you're going to call me and say, "Joel, do you?" believe this and I'm gonna say no I don't believe it uh, and uh and we'll we'll follow through but but that's how, how things happen and 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 you you can't predict the the time frame uh it, but by putting it all out there by doing the stuff you're doing well the exciting thing like this guy that started he, he went in with another company he created an entirely different line of of uh product with this company and that was it he, he's in much better shape than he ever was before and he wasn't just he is isn't just dependent on his production now he's part of the whole right you know it, it it's the 
the the idea that going out there, doing what you love, driving yourself and being so open to the new possibility and say, what am I doing that hasn't been successful? And let me focus on the stuff that will make me successful. And that that's that's so important. And, and this is where the whole concept of persistence really comes to the fore. Because probably the biggest and most difficult part about being persistent, particularly when your back is against the wall, when you know things still aren't working out right, you know you you understand you have to make the mind shift, so you're making the mind shift, but you know that money still isn't coming in, or that success hasn't arrived, or whatever. That's when the confidence levels drop, and uh, when those confidence levels drop, it becomes really really difficult to be persistent. I mean, you have to drive yourself to do it, and there are sometimes you just can't. So it's it, it's really where the pedal hits the metal. And, and, and the rubber meets the road and all the other cliches that we can think of along that line where you need to find some way to refocus on what it is you want, focus away from what it is that you don't want, and maintain that focus even though the results aren't there yet. That's where the faith in, uh, component comes in because you don't see the results. They aren't there, but you have to believe in them and stick to them. And I'll tell you the one thing I love most I told you, and you knew, knew this anyway, but the one thing I love most about focusing on positivity and, and, and talking about positivity and so forth is that when I do that, that's when I find I'm able to refocus. It gives me the refocus. It, it, it takes me from that lack of confidence state and puts me back into a more confident state. And it, it takes my lack of focus and puts it back into focus. And I, I suspect that's partly because I love it, but I think it's also because it's positive. Well, and that—that's—that—that's that's exactly right, and that's the concept of why we do the show. It is, it, you know, minimally, you and I get great benefit out. Of, if nothing else happens, you and I get great benefit out of this. We do, and and I I, I appreciate that. I, it, it means a lot to me. So, I, I, ha, I it's a no lose situation. This is a great thing that we're doing for each other. Yeah. If other people find benefit in it, even better. It it is it. Let, Let's focus on what it is bringing to the table and not what it's not. And, you know, and, and that that's use this and do things you love and surround your life with it. You never know what direction it's going to go in. I, I often share the story we um, multiple times in the show about how I, I basically created a treatment center in my mind and it came to pass. Yeah, now, that, that's it, a pretty amazing story, too. Yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't my treatment center, but it, at the end of the day, I was I was in charge of that treatment center center and it worked out um, it, and that next piece led to my life now which is leading to that next step in my life it all goes you you and i we had a chance meeting by a twitter you saw me on twitter yeah uh possibly about positive law of attraction stuff we did a radio show probably i don't know three or four years ago together now yeah uh, 2012 was, was, actually it was december 2012 yeah, was, so it's four years ago five years ago no yeah. my goodness that's five years ago joel yeah and I, I was a guest on your show. Yeah, and and that's that's I think such an amazing thing that led to this. And uh, uh, I reached out to you after my book was published, and and said, hey, I'd like to do the show again. And and that started this again, uh, how you and I teamed up together, which is it is again a very positive, uplifting thing for both of us. So minimally, we're getting benefit from that. And and as our audience is listening, say, well, what does that mean for me? It means do what you love pursue what you love don't get so stuck on the the destination 
of your journey that you forget about the value of the journey. And that's that's the persistence is keeping at it, but at the same time being positive in that direction, going at it every day, but not just saying, wow, one day it's going to be great, but right now sucks. No, right now is it's already great. It's already great. And that's the that's the piece that that fills in the blank here. It's funny, too, because as you're describing that, I'm realizing there's a courage component. And I'm not sure how to describe that courage component because courage for me is one of those those slippery things. When, when you have it, you're fine. When you don't have it, it seems like it's impossible to reach it. And and very often when you're you're in a transition stage, that's when it feels like you have the least amount of courage. So courage actually becomes something that is a result rather than a cause. But part of the result is that when you, when I have the courage to stick with focusing on the thing that I love most, which is the positivity, even though I don't have a living from it, even though uh, other things aren't quite working out the way I need them to, even though I'm facing difficulty after difficulty, sticking with it is where the courage comes in. Uh, and, and perhaps persistence is the flip side of courage. Perhaps it's, it's another way of describing courage without making it sound like you're charging into you know, the enemy fire or something. Um, but however you look at it, that that c- courageous element is the element that you have to kind of develop. And when you develop it, it's what gets you through. It's what gets you past the time where you're not seeing the result, where you're not seeing you know, the good things happen that you want to happen, simply because you decide, well, I don't know how to make all this work, but boy, for the first time, I would love to just do what I love. I'm not getting paid for it yet. But boy, I would just love to do what I love. Why not just do it? You know, um, that, that's how I got the radio show started. That's how I ended up contacting you, Joel. Uh, we, my wife and I started it uh, that year. Was, it was 2012. September 2012, on our anniversary, actually, we did our first broadcast, our first podcast. And then sporadically did a few after that. And then in December, when I contacted you, um, I started reaching out on Twitter and finding other people who were very much into the same concept. That's how I found you. And realized that by doing that podcast, I was meeting my need on a primitive level. It wasn't paying any bills. I didn't have any big audience or anything like that, but it was meeting the need that I had deep down to do this thing that I loved. That alone has kept it going. And there was even a a time later where I kind of let the podcast go. I, I did it fairly consistently through like March 2013. I let it go for about nine months after that. And then start picking up again in 2014, and and in a small way, and then in 2015 in a big way with my sister-in-law and my brother, and then you came along uh, late in 2015, and and we started doing it together, and we've been doing it ever since. So, here's a way that I I didn't have a, a solution about how to earn a living from it yet, but at least I could apply it in my life. And like you say, it's it's wonderful. I I know you look forward to it every week the way I do. I I, I can hardly well, yeah, wait for I, Saturday morning I, I, to come along. Well, and that that is such a, 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 a an important piece of my life. And you know, I, I if if my plans don't allow uh, for that week, I always say, "Hey, look, uh, uh, we need to do it on a different time." Right. Uh, you know, and, and and since we've been doing it, I, I believe there's only been one week. Just scheduling wouldn't allow us to get a show done, and uh, that's pretty impressive. And and that that just you know that that dedication to it. 
And that is persistence. We do this every week. It, it isn't us giving up on it. Well, we haven't been picked up yet. Well, and, and I will I, I will almost say I, I view it diff- a little differently than you do. I do think we get paid. I just look at all forms of currency. Uh, and, and that's a, I, I, I think where else, what is the value of this? Uh, where do I get it? Uh, it's not, I would have to be paying somebody to talk to every week to get this charge. And I don't know if they know it as well <laughs> as we do. So the, the idea that it does have value, it does have, it, we, I am getting paid. Absolutely. Um, I, I do agree with you, by the way. I, I think we are getting yeah. paid. I, I'm not maybe not getting a paycheck out of it, but definitely right. I'm getting paid. Well, yeah, and, and, and that, but that's the key. As we do all this, as our audience is listening and saying, I, I desperately want to get what these guys are saying. This is the struggle. What we talk about, it isn't a negative that we talk about, but what we bring to light is the struggle of people attaching to the law of attraction and and how we overcome it and what we look at. When the, when the guy can't pay his rent and he just made $180 million and he invested in other companies <laughs> – he's not doubting his success. There's no, there's zero doubt there. It's, it's like, Oh yeah, well I should have left a little bit back. Doesn't matter. You know, borrow some money until it gets paid off. It, 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 that's how you live that life, live that life where you know you're going to be successful. Don't always get stuck on the, the way of doing that. Don't always get stuck on only one outlet. Uh, look at the concept overall of, I want to be, let me do what I love. Let me be successful in the sense of, I I want the abundance in my life that allows me to continue to be happy. And I want, you you know, when I'm looking at it the other way, when I'm living in fear of of that next paycheck or or how I'm going to pay the mortgage, all the law of attraction is picking up on is that this guy must really enjoy worrying about his mortgage payment next month. So let's let's give him more of that. And, And that's, that's that's what we put out there versus wow this is this is the idea that I, I I'm living a dream life I all that has been met to without exception has been met every time I've, I've met every challenge I want to continue to meet every challenge that's what I want our audience to do remember what you've overcome look where you're at look at the excitement in your life right now if you it's there you might not understand it's there but we got to put those goggles on to look at the life through a positive lens of, wow, I have made it this far. Do you think it's likely that I won't make it any further? It's very likely we're going to continue to make it. So live it. Don't fear it. Live it and be excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. I I totally agree. And we're we're winding down, but uh, you mentioned earlier the various venues that uh, people can find us on. I want to reiterate them. Uh, first of all, yes, we're on iTunes. We've been on iTunes for the last four months now, so you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes if you're an iPhone, iPhone or an iPad user um, or iPod, for instance. Um, we are also on our website, LOAToday.net. We are, of course, here on PRN, uh, which happily has been broadcasting the show for quite some time now. Um, we are also on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube. We have a Facebook page for LOA Today. Um, so we have a lot of different ways for you to find us. The most important thing is make sure you subscribe um, because even if you're listening to us uh, through like a YouTube or, or here on PRN or whatever, you don't ever want to lose track of us. And when you subscribe with whatever computing device you use, you'll maintain that connection and, and we'll be able to keep talking to you every week. Of course, we love that part too. So Joel, it's been great. Pleasure as usual. 
All right, Walt, ready to talk to you, my friend. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.